In my point of view, a CIO should moderate the process to get the answers. I don't think that a leader should have all the answers. You need a good architecture, you need a good governance. If you don't have that and they just are responsible for their silo, you will have a not manageable architecture five years in future. You have to understand what's going on for the future. You have to be like a mountain guide. You have to know what's going, what's going on. I think as a leader, you have to uh, have the knowledge to ask the right questions. I just ask the questions and I get the creativity out of my team. Just give them the responsibility. Just listen to them. Just follow their needs. This is CRNet TV. My name is Hendrik Deckers. I'm here today in Köln with uh, Anke Sachs. Anke, very warm welcome. Thank you. Anke is originally from the Baden uh, region of Germany. She has a master in economics, PhD in information management, uh, over 30 years of experience in the banking industry, 15 years on the business side, 15 years on the IT side. In companies such as the Commerzbank, uh, Daimler Financial Services and uh, DWP Bank. Uh, you've been CIO for the last five years and you have been voted German CIO of the year of 2019. Congratulations again for that. Thank you. So Anke, I would uh, wanted to uh, start this uh, conversation with you talking about uh, a couple of the accomplishments and the successful programs that you've run uh, over the last couple of years. What is the program that you're most proud of uh, that you have delivered? I'm most proud of my team. Mm -hmm. uh, let me tell you two examples uh, what we did. Uh, we did a fantastic job on the provider consolidation and uh, in developing a strategy. Mm -hmm. Let me start with the provider consolidation, the challenges and the success. Uh, when I started in the, in the bank, uh, they tried for two years to consolidate uh, infrastructure providers from three to one. Uh, the project was deep red, heavily struggling. My team was uh, exhausted and frustrated. Mm -hmm. So and it was getting worse every day. Yeah. And you needed to consolidate three different infrastructure providers. To one. Into one. Okay. Into one. They tried it for two years mm -hmm. uh, uh, when I started. Uh, and what was the problem then? That was uh, the first thing I had to understand. Mm -hmm. uh, what was the problem? And... Uh, I spoke to my staff members, I spoke to the providers, to the management, uh, and then I understood what this problem was. And uh, it was very amazing that everyone knew the problem. Mm -hmm. So they knew the problem, they tried it for two years, but they uh, didn't change it. So the problem was the totally different idea about the responsibilities. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, it was a little bit like a Mikado game. No one uh, wants to uh, take the first step. So I opened the discussion. Uh, they gave me a plan. Uh, and the biggest task for them was uh, to convince the board mm -hmm. that they have to change uh, the basis uh, of this project. Mm -hmm. uh, so I went to the board. That's normally the job of the CEO, of the leader. Mm -hmm. I went to the board and said, OK, this is uh, the new plan and we can stick to the plan. We have to uh, share uh, the responsibilities. Uh, we convinced the board and then we delivered in 18 months uh, in time, quality and budget based on the new program. Okay. So it was, it was all about communication and, and about taking responsibility. 
it was all about communication and taking responsibilities uh, and uh, don't have the fear to tell the, the truth. Okay. So you would say one of your qualities as a leader, as a CIO, is to, to understand what people really mean and, and get to the root cause of, of, of problems. Yeah, that's, I think it's, uh, the, it should be the basis knowledge of a, of a leader mm -hmm. uh, to get through the point where the problem is. And if you understand the problem, the solution is much easier <laughs> if you just try to uh, solve a problem you haven't mm -hmm. understood. Okay. And did you have to use these qualities in, in the second program as well, where you, and the second was all about building a, a, a strategy for the company, for the bank? Uh, the second was uh, building an IT strategy for the bank, and mm -hmm. it always starts with the strategy uh, uh, of the company. And uh, I think it's very important to understand the culture of the company, uh, what is important for the company, how is the company, and to get this information as well in talking to people, mm -hmm. uh, to ask them what they think about the bank, to ask them uh, what they think is good, what can be improved. So I spoke to customers, former customers, potential customers, managers, mm -hmm. staff members, consultants, competitors to understand uh, the, yeah, how the company is and uh, what is the key competence of this, of mm -hmm. this company. Yeah. And once again, if you know this, the next step is much easier. Mm -hmm. So we thought and we put this to an idea that this company is responsible to make it easy for the customer. Mm -hmm. Our competitor wants to make it cheap for the customer. Yeah. Uh, but we want to be premium and we also have uh, good skilled people. So we aren't able to make it cheap. Mm -hmm. So make it easy for the customer. Okay. And... Do you think it's the, the role of the CIO to be busy with the, the strategy of the company? I mean, developing the IT strategy, the digital strategy, of course, but how do you look at that? Um, I think a, a CIO is a role, is a, every other C-level role. So mm -hmm. as a CIO, a CFO, so you're responsible for the whole company as well responsible for your department. So yes, I think it's important for a CIO to understand the strategy. Mm -hmm. Based on this strategy, build your IT strategy. Okay. So what you, you're saying, in fact, is also as a CIO, you need to start with the, with the why of the company. Yep. Why are we in business? And, and what is it that we need to do in order to, uh, to reach our goals and, 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 and to have the right strategy to service our clients? Yeah, and as well, uh, read in between. So mm -hmm. it's not this, uh, sometimes not this written strategy. Mm -hmm. You have to understand the culture, you know, uh, Drucker, uh, culture strategy for breakfast. You have to understand uh, this. And then based on this, uh, yeah, make it happen. I give you some example we made, uh, how we made it. So mm -hmm. our first idea was we want to make it easy for the customer. We don't want to make it cheap. We want to make it easy for the customer. So I asked my staff members, what do you think is easy for our customers? Mm -hmm. In the run business, in the change business, and in the migration, we uh, migrate uh, the people to, to our systems. Um, and it was pretty easy for them to answer these questions. They answered fast and precisely. It was amazing. So they really knew what is easy for the customer. Uh, in the second step, I extended the, the team uh, and said, okay, you think about what, is, what should be changed from today that we are 
delivering more easily for the customers in change, in run, and in, uh, in the migration. Mm -hmm. uh, so at Project Leads and developers, testers, uh, business analysts, and they answered this question, uh, question. And they, every team gave me 30 to 40 ideas, what should be changed. Mm -hmm. I asked them the second time uh, about the rough cost estimation. And you know uh, that can take half a year uh, till you get this uh, rough cost estimation. Mm -hmm. But once again, they made it very easy. They just put the ideas on a card, the cost estimation idea on, the, on a card. Uh, all the team members, five to ten, and then uh, they discussed it a second time. Why uh, did you think it's 50 person days? Why do you think it's 100 person days? And then they said, okay, for this idea, 60 person days. Mm -hmm. So my job, so after this, uh, we had... 100 ideas <laughs> with 5,000 to 10,000 person days. Uh, so how to prioritize? Mm -hmm. Once again, we could have asked the customers or the managers, the board members, but why the hell we don't ask the departments, the people who so the already... The team itself decided uh, on the priorities. They decided on the priorities, they got votes mm -hmm. and they voted for the ideas. Okay. Uh, then uh, my task was... Uh, just to sum up the votes. <laughs> so we have the winners. And then, okay, that was the next step to do, put it on a manageable milestone plan. Mm -hmm. And then we had a milestone plan, uh, what uh, should we deliver in 2019, yep. 20 and 21. In 2019, we already delivered. So, But it was the job of the team, and that's why I'm so proud of my team. They answered all my questions. And they put it together, and now it was their strategy or our strategy, mm -hmm. uh, then we can go for it. Yeah. So the how, how to implement the strategies and, and, and in what order and so on, all that comes out of the team. All that comes out of the team. Uh, they know exactly uh, which resources we, ha we have, uh, what is the context, what is important, which other projects we have. So they have a good idea what is important for the customers, and they are able to put it together. And if it doesn't fit, I just think, oh, maybe this project, why do you think it should be prioritized to that project? Mm -hmm. And then we can, uh, if they have good arguments, it's, it's, it's okay. Yeah. And if not, uh, if you say, okay, maybe you're right. And then once again, it's our decision, uh, how we make it. And then project management starts. Then strategy finished and yeah. then project management starts. So if you look at, let's say, delivery, team, uh, strategy, what is for you the right order? All the staff of the team. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All the staff of the team. Uh, so you have to understand the strength uh, of, of your team. You have to understand what they love to do. And if you give them something what they love to do, mm -hmm. they will deliver in, in a fantastic way. Okay. So you would say team, strategy, delivery. Absolutely. Okay. So let's talk more about these three topics. Let's talk about the team first. Mm -hmm. So what is your management style? How do you build successful teams? What, what is your secret, secret ingredient? Uh, I mean, you're a very rational person. So, <laughs> so what is your secret ingredient to build successful teams? I just want to understand my people. What are their needs? What they love to do? And... Uh yeah, where they, yeah, where they smile, where they're really energetic. Mm -hmm. uh, so I get this information through 
careful listening and observation. Mm -hmm. And in a, in a big department or a bigger department, normally you can give them the positions, you can give them the jobs mm -hmm. uh, where they have to smile on their face. Uh, and if, you, if not, sometimes it's, it isn't possible. Uh, if you tried it and you, uh, they uh, get an honest no, uh, they understand why they have to do this job <laughs> for the next six months because it's important for the, for, for the company. Mm -hmm. So it always starts, in my point of view, uh, with yeah, treat them as ad ad adults, listen to them, and try to, give, uh, to reach their needs. Mm -hmm. Now, you have a, a business background. Your studies are in business. You're not an IT engineer. So how do you manage a, 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 a big teams of very specialized people without being able to really understand the nitty-gritty of everything? How do you do that? Okay, I don't really understand the nitty-gritty. <laughs> uh, that's right, but I understand uh, a lot. I understand enough to mm -hmm. ask the right questions and I understand enough um, to understand where the structure isn't round, where, where, we, where I have to look in. And if you talk to different people, and I also talk to consultants, researchers, not only in the, in the company, to mm -hmm. other CIOs, uh, what do they do, how is their cloud strategy, where they look in, um, then you're able to, to ask the right questions. And in my point of view, a CIO, uh, a leader, should moderate the process uh, to get the answers. I don't think that the leader should have all the answers. Mm -hmm. uh, in a book of word, that isn't possible and it is not desirable. No. And I really think if, you, if, if your people know that you need their answers and that you uh, rely on their answers and, then, and they see that this changes things, uh, then... Uh, yeah, they trust you and uh, then they go for, for the success. So it's even a good thing that you don't know everything so that you, you don't overrule and that you don't think you have better ideas to do this, but that you listen to it and that you analyze their input and, with, and as such come up with a strategy that is driven or supported by the team. I think you're more open-minded uh, if you don't have this uh, detailed information. And I also think uh, when I started... When I would have started as engineer 20 or 30 years ago, mm -hmm. I can't have the answers of today. Mm -hmm. I always need people to give me the answers. And I'm one person and I have a department of 300 people. They have to have more knowledge than I ever can have. Yeah, of course. Let's talk about the delivery part uh, and, and, and about organization. Mm -hmm. uh, organizational design of IT is, is so important. And if I look back over the last 20 years, we have waves coming and new systems, uh, new ways to organize IT organizations. Every five or 10 years, we need to reorganize things. In your experience today in the banking context, what are the best ways, best practices to organize IT and, and, and digital, uh, digital, let's say, in, uh, in, in banks? Let me start with the role of the CIO. Mm -hmm. uh, for me, it's very important that this uh, CIO is a role as every other C-level role. Mm -hmm. So he is responsible for the whole company as well for, for his department, the technology, architecture, infrastructure, security, yep. and, and, and so on. So a CIO has to understand the business as well as the technology. Uh, and in this way, I would organize 
the IT departments. So I would have business-related ITs. Uh, they should be structured in the same way as the business units, mm -hmm. uh, normally based on products or services. Uh, and they are responsible for how to deliver the product, uh, how cheap or expensive is this product, which quality uh, should be delivered uh, for the best uh, serve of the customer. And I have this business-related ITs, uh, normally business analysts and, and developments. I would also recommend that you should have a good governance, a strong governance and a run business. They are responsible for the architecture, they are responsible for the industrialization of IT as well as, as for the processes. Uh, so standardization and automation. And then I would treat the business-related ITs and the business as one company for one product. I would give them budgets, mm -hmm. uh, I would give, give them responsibilities, and they uh, should be able to prioritize in their area. Mm -hmm. If you have a strong governance, if you have a strong run business uh, who ensures the stability and the, uh, and the architecture, um, you can do this. Mm -hmm. That's the way I would uh, organize. So you have business-related ITs structured like the businesses, uh, combined so with the vertical business matrix organization. And, yes. and then you have horizontal infrastructure governance and uh, security and, yeah. uh, and, and so on. Okay. You talked about the role of the CIO. How have you seen that this has changed over, the, let's say, the last five, ten years? What was the role of a CIO ten years ago? What is it today? And and what's your crystal ball? How, how is this going to change in the future? So I don't think we have seen so many CIOs 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. So uh, for me, the change is from an IT leader to a CIO. An IT leader delivers according to demand. Mm -hmm. A CIO is responsible for the whole company. He's a strategic partner. He has to understand the business uh, and put the business and technology knowledge together uh, to discuss with the uh, business units the best strategy, the best products, uh, and how to, how to serve the products. So that's for me uh, the big change from an IT leader uh, having only the technical skills uh, live, uh, deliver according to demand to a CIO as yeah more this uh, holistic view uh, what should be done for the uh, for the business for 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 the for the company. Yeah. And going forward, uh, I would think that a CIO, as all the other C-levels, <laughs> uh, should have excellent leadership skills uh, mm -hmm. and moderation skills to form teams uh, and uh, yeah, bring them together, form a culture uh, that they love to succeed. Do you think in, in, in five or ten years we will still talk about the IT department? Or will IT have completely integrated with, with the business units? I don't think it's a good idea to completely integrate IT in, in, in the business units. I think we need the IT departments. I think you have these business-related ITs connected and a deep collaboration to the business units, but you also have to have a strong governance mm -hmm. so that uh, we are able to deliver in the same way, standardized and uh, automized. Uh, so yes, I think we need an IT department uh, who ensures this uh, architecture industrialization, security, stability uh, uh, overall. Yeah. Uh, and I really think you need know how to do this. And yeah. I don't think that a business leader is able to, to ensure this, uh, or business leaders are able to ensure this uh, in a whole company. Okay. There's a war for talent out there, right? 
and you've worked most of uh, your business life in, in, in Frankfurt and around Stuttgart and in the, in the banking uh, industry where there's a, a huge demand for top talent. Mm -hmm. um, so what, was, what is your way to make sure that you attract the best possible team, people in your teams? that you attract top talent and that you, uh, that you keep them, that you retain them and that you make them successful. How do you do that? Because the competition is huge, no? Uh, I think it's very important to involve them and uh, that they know that they are res responsible for the things, uh, that, they are, that they make the change, that they are the, 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 the key for for this company and that not the leader mm -hmm. so that they don't deliver according to demand uh, that they are responsible for for the company that they make their dreams happen uh, that they are involved in the success of the company so how do i do that i uh, listen carefully i uh, yeah i'm good in observation so i know what they love to do mm -hmm. uh, and know where they're strong in maybe better than they know because yeah. sometimes you don't know your strength um, and put teams together, give them uh, the responsibility, trust them, support them, mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, ensure that they can have success uh, with the circumstances they give to them. So how would you describe your, your leadership style? Are you more like a servant leadership style or visionary leadership? What is your leadership style? Maybe a combination of that. So um, I think a leader is responsible for the circumstances, for, for how the people are able to work. So mm -hmm. I'm the person who helps people to do their jobs. Mm -hmm. That's my job. And you, you need to, to understand their needs. You need to understand what you can change. And that uh, is your responsibility to change this, that they can make the easy, uh, uh, their work easier. Um, and the next thing is that's for today and also for the future. So you have to be visionary. You have to understand what's going on for the future. Yeah. You have to be like a mountain guide. You have to know what's going, what's going on. That's also the thing. But always in a, in a way to help the people in doing their jobs. They're much better in doing their jobs than I ever can be. Mm -hmm. uh, and to, to give them yeah, support and help that is uh, able for them to succeed. Okay. On your leadership what do you think people will say about you when you're not around? I would say uh, they say it's, it's hard to work for her. It's uh, <laughs> very exhausting. Uh, but it's also a lot of fun to work with her. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we, we succeed. And I learned a lot how to deal with people, mm -hmm. how to form teams. You put a lot of emphasis on, on listening skills uh, and communication skills. Could you give an example of that? Mm -hmm. We had, a, it, it was interesting, it was so lovely. Uh, in, in the offside, mm -hmm. uh, we had a coach and she said, uh, uh, the question was, do we need more business analysts in future or less? That yeah. was the question. And uh, then 30% said more and 70% said no. And then we trained this and it was amazing uh, that the part was that we need more business analysts gave the best argument to the others. And the others only were asked for to repeat the argument. The only thing was to repeat the argument. And it was so difficult for both of them. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they really learned that uh, 
they have to send better, more clearly, and they have to listen better. Mm -hmm. So, and this make me better approach. And then, if you understand the argument, don't kill it. <laughs> Just think about what is, what can you, what is good in this argument? What can you share? Yeah. And where you have problems and then put it all together. And if you have this culture, you're really good at it. Okay. One of the topics that comes back in many of the interviews that we do is that organizations are setting themselves up to be agile organizations. And IT is taking a leading role in that. What is your experience and your view of making uh, companies more agile? It depends what you think what agile is. Mm -hmm. uh, what I think is good at agile, uh, this business-related IT and this business IT put together, uh, and they are responsible like a company. So you give them responsibilities. Mm -hmm. I really love this idea about agile. And they just try and they just go for it. And uh, they allow to make mistakes or failures and, and uh, learn out of that. Yep. That's what I really love about HR. What I also think is uh, you need a good leadership. Uh, don't leave them alone. Mm -hmm. Don't tell them this is your product, this is your budget, just, just go for it. So you need a good architecture, you need a good governance, uh, you, you need a good structure. Um, how they can go for it. If you don't have that and you have 50, 60 uh, tribe squads what, uh, and so on, and they just are responsible for, for their silo, you will have a not manageable architecture five years in future. Okay. Let's talk a bit uh, about what drives you in your work. When you come back at home from work at Friday evening, uh, what... What is it that really made your week or made your day? I love to make the difference. Uh, and there are so many studies that people don't love to go to work, that mm -hmm. they don't love their work, that they just go for work to earn their money and that they're frustrated on Fridays and they don't love to go to work on, on, on Mondays. Mm -hmm. I understand that for some jobs, but I don't understand that for banker or IT jobs. Mm -hmm. uh, they are neither dangerous nor dirty neither boring nor exhausting. So I don't understand this, uh, why so many people go to work and don't love to go to work. Mm -hmm. um, and I want to make the difference because I think a, a leader is responsible for, for his team, how they experience their work week and how they experience their work life. Yeah. And it's so easy to do so. Um, just give them the responsibility, just listen to them, just uh, follow their needs. Um, do you know, maybe you know McGregor, the X and the Y theory? No. It comes out of uh, the 60s. Uh, and it's true today as it was in the 60s. Mm -hmm. McGregor states that some leaders think their employees are lazy and stupid, don't want to go to work, so you need punishment and reward uh, that they do, do their work. That's the X. Uh, okay. And... The other way around is a why. And if you think as a why, you think uh, your uh, staff members love to go to work, uh, they're clever, they have perfect ideas, they want to help the company and the colleagues. Mm -hmm. So, And as well, there are so many studies uh, who shows that if you think your people are lazy and stupid or pupils or students, they are lazy and stupid. And if you think they are great, they are great. Mm -hmm. so, uh, so for me, the best week 
uh, is when some of my staff members grow and learn something he didn't uh, know before and is proud of that. Mm -hmm. So then I see that they love to go to work and then it was a wonderful week. Okay.